Well, it is the tweet literally heard around the world. For anyone that follows Garland Nixon, political analyst and a great uh, talk show host on Twitter, knows he can be very funny, but it's his biting political satire that gets to the heart of the matter. So he tweeted the other day, breaking news, White House insiders leaked that when asked if there could be any greater disaster than the neocon Ukraine project, President Biden responded, quote, wait until you see our plan for the destruction of Taiwan. And of course, this tweet wasn't real. It was satire, but that didn't matter. It got picked up by news organizations around the world as truth and set off a firestorm, and it's continuing to go viral. So we thought we'd ask Garland Nixon to join us on the show to provide some context on this tweet. Garland, what led to you deciding to put this tweet out in the first place? Believe it or not, it was the Nord Stream bombing. Um, you know, as everyone knows, I, you know, I, 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 I'm known for my satirical breaking news tweets, but, you know, they always have some little, I'll put it like this, my heroes, my, the people that I look up to when it comes to comedy are, you know, Richard Pryor, George Carlin, Lenny Bruce, people who were social commentators, used uh, 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 social commentary via humor. And so I'm looking at that and I start thinking about how the U.S. treats its allies. And I remembered an article, I brought it back up, where uh, some people from the Pentagon were literally discussing discussing that if there was a military conflict between China and Taiwan, maybe they should blow up T TSMC, which is Taiwan's, you know, premier industry, which is their chip industry. And I thought, well, that's no way to treat a friend. That's a, a destruction plan for Taiwan. Literally, it is a destruction plan for Taiwan. So I thought to myself, believe it or not, I've ordered like some, I'm, I'm at like this Salvadoran place and I've ordered some food and I'm waiting for my Salvadoran food and I take out my phone and as usual, I do my breaking news tweets. But again, they're like, they're, they're on the edge of reality. And so I tweet this and next thing I know, it's all over the news in Taiwan and China everywhere. And as I read it, it became obvious to me, you know, A, if you read that, I guess you don't know if it's true or not. And B, whether President Biden said that's the eventual come if you take a tiny island like Taiwan and you make it a battleground between two nuclear superpowers, it ain't going to work out well for one of these. I'm just throwing it out there like that. Exactly. I think that's why this tweet was so powerful, because this is, I mean, in any great satire, there is there is truth, right? And so when you see this and you send yourself, well, that is actually the plan. Like for anyone who's been following the story for any length of time knows that that's basically the plan using Taiwan as a proxy, right? To carry out whatever kind of craziness we're about to unleash. I mean, all you need to do over the past 48 hours, 48, 72 hours is see how many Biden administration officials have been trucked out, brought out to talk about China red lines. Right. And all like the list of if China continues to really push for putting weapons inside Ukraine, that is a that is going to lead to their destruction. They're all on the same page mysteriously about this. So, so, so I think the reason this is so powerful is there's so much truth hidden in this tweet, isn't it? Yes. And in fact, again, I had been looking into some of the background um, six months into the war on CNN. There is a um, a recording of Lindsey Graham talking about Taiwan. And he says, yes, the Ukrainians, they are fighting to the last Ukrainian. And we expect uh, in Taiwan 
to fight to the last man in Taiwan also. So, you know, this is a, a reality of how these people look at the lives of um, the people in their countries that they're using for a proxy. And in the same way, I would argue they're not looking out for the best interests of Americans because this is our number one trading partner. If the United States would go to war with China, A, they would be risking nuclear holocaust, and B, uh, best case scenario that we're all not killed in a nuclear holocaust, which is actually the likelihood, they would wipe out our economy and we'd drop back to the Stone Ages. So they're not looking out for the interest of Americans. And God knows what would happen to Taiwan is unthinkable. And here's what I would say. The reason that tweet took off like it did, because it's like you have a forest and everything is dry tinder. It only takes one spark to light it on fire. And that's the dry tinder in Taiwan and Asia. Everybody knows that the neocons are going to set Taiwan up to be blown to hell. And one little spark of some schmuck on, on, Twi mm -hmm. on Twitter saying, you know, guys, they're about to blow you guys to smithereens was enough for, you know, I'm sure a million Taiwanese, they found the palm of their ha hands hitting them in the forehead. Oh, you know. Yeah, you're right I about think that. It's not going to work out. I mean, well. we've been here before historically, right? You're a student of history. I mean, look, all it takes is that little spark. World War One, right? Uh, Spanish American War. A lot of these major conflicts start with uh, with something like this. Um, so when you saw that this was taking off, you saw how the media was all the way around the world was covering this. What stood out to you about their coverage? Well, I started thinking about what happened. What really stood out to me about their coverage is I read that the Taiwanese government quickly went to the U.S. State Department, went to the U.S. government and said, is this true? And that struck me as to how close it is to reality. And I thought, you know, I would be willing to bet based on the history of Joe Biden's gaffe, gaffes and how close this is to reality that the State Department didn't know if it was true. They likely had to go to up to Biden and say, did you say, I mean, really, they probably had to go to him and say, did you say this? And you know what? Here's the other reality. He probably couldn't remember if he did. Yeah. So even now, they're probably like, you know, I wonder if he ever really said this, if he told us he didn't. But if you got, oh, my God, do we have a leak? So this throws them into a tizzy and exposes the fragility of their system. And I think it's of the neocons who are placing, you know, the world at risk here. So you got some haters on this, of course, I'm sure naturally on, on, on this. Uh, what, is, what was the negative response to this? Well, you know, believe it or not, I haven't gotten a lot of negative response uh, on this. I have gotten a few people here and there that just say something like that's, you know, it, 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 they, I'll put it like this. People struggle for an attack on that. The most they say is, you're a liar. And I say, I never claimed to be telling the truth. So how can I be a liar? That's like calling, you know, Chris Rock and saying, Chris Rock, you're a liar. No, he's not. He's a comedian. Right. So I never put this out and said, this is true. Anybody, I'll put it like this. Anybody can go down my timeline when any given day, they'll find a couple of these breaking news and then there'll be some absurd satire after it. So to, to argue that somebody couldn't look on my timeline and figure out this pattern is preposterous. That's right. It's unbelievable. And it's unbelievable that the media ran with it like this. But I think this this really speaks to the time that we're in. And like I said, over this past 72 hours, seeing the head of the CIA being trucked down on CBS on uh, Face the Nation this weekend, Condoleezza Rice being brought out uh, to continue to push for more, more weapons, F-16s into Ukraine, um, red lines. We heard from uh, Linda uh, Thomas-Greenfield, um, of course, U.S. ambassador about red lines in China. So your tweet hit right at the cultural zeitgeist moment on all of this, right? 
Yeah, there was something else that happened too. And you know, timing is everything in life. Again, you know, I was an innocent guy. I'm doing what I do every day, right? But um, the U.S. had just announced that they were going to like triple the number of um, of uh, uh, troops or something, which wasn't a lot. But they were, you know, upping the ante in Taiwan. There was the the pushback on China. So there was a time when there was a certain amount of um, instability, shall we say, in the U.S.-China relationship. And I also think that, you know, the Taiwanese people looking at this instability probably started really more thinking to themselves, you know, this has been a philosophical question. But if the missiles and bombs start dropping on us, it's not going to be philosophical anymore. And I think this, um, some of the some of the people I think in, in Taiwan started tweeting this out. It hit social media and took on a life of its own. But you know, you can talk about, hey, I'm going to get in a boxing ring and box Mike Tyson on Friday night, and that you can talk all the way up till Thursday. Friday evening before the fight, you're going to start thinking to yourself, you know, I made, I made a mistake here. How do I get out of this? Right. <laughs> Mommy, can you help with this one? Yeah. Uh, I'm faking an injury. I twisted my ankle. <laughs> well, Garland Nixon has been my guest, a radio talk show host, political analyst, and he's a must follow on Twitter. If you're not already following Garland, you've got now you absolutely, there's no excuse not to now. Uh, Garland Nixon on Twitter so you can get some of this. You can be out in front on this before Taiwan and before China freaks out about his next tweets. Garland, great to see you. Great to have you. First time Thanks. guest here, uh, first time on, on Redacted. So it's a real treat to have you here. Thanks so much. Well, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. I watch you guys, so I'm always lurking. I'm always lurking in the background whenever you're live. <laughs> well, I'm always lurking on your Twitter feed, so it goes it goes both ways there. So thanks so much, Garland. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much for watching this segment here at Redacted. We are live every day at 4 p.m. Eastern time trying to share the stories that the mainstream media will not cover. You should also come over and join our community of Redacted Rebels over at redacted.inc. That's our private locals community where we can share exclusive content that we simply cannot share here on YouTube. Come over and join the rebellion together right now by going to redacted.inc. We'll see you next time.